summer camp. It's the best. The fun activities, hilarious events, and most importantly, the friendships and memories that last a lifetime. I'm your host, Sam Seidtels, and I'm the proud owner of Camp Tuscaloosa. Now, I love camp, and I love podcasts. And I was thinking, it'd be pretty cool to give these campers a platform where they can speak their mind, deliver a message, and have some fun while doing it. An opportunity for these kids to get on a mic, get over any public speaking nerves, and have an awesome experience. If you do join us, you're going to see what Camp Tuscaloosa is all about. So let's do this thing. I'm psyched. I'm ready. So here we go. So, Sonny, you look a little bit uh, heavier this time because you're carrying so much metal on you. You, you, you got a medal, man. Yeah. It looks like a, like, can I see the metal? Yeah. See, uh, see if it's solid, if it's heavy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at this bad boy. Now, okay, so for those who don't know, can you, first of all, I have immense respect for you for doing this. And yeah. I know because I've experienced it. Uh, go ahead. Can you tell the listeners what you did this weekend? I competed in... A national grappling tournament in Wildwood, New Jersey. Also known as uh, Naga, they call it. Yep. And uh, it's it's probably the most famous and well-known jiu-jitsu tournament in America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. There were a thousand kids there competing. A thousand! I don't know how many adults, but there were a thousand kids. Okay. Um, so, the way... Can you explain to the listener the, way, the whole process? Because this is going to be very unfamiliar for a lot of people. Like... Signing up the weigh-ins. Let's walk us through it. First, you gotta sign up on their website. You have to put in your age, your be- your skill level, and your weight. Then you could either do it the day before or the day of the tournament. You go there, you weigh in. They check your weight, make sure you didn't lie. <laughs> then they have to insert you into the brackets to make sure you're there. Yeah, it's called sandbagging if people are lying about their weight or about their skill level so they have an easier opponent. Well, there were people who probably shouldn't have been in beginner that I faced. Oh, there's always. There's always kids like that. There's always adults like that. It's awful. And there's really, Naga doesn't really do a great job of of assessing and making sure everyone's in the right place. Uh, Even, I I remember I I weighed in a little heavy for one uh, tournament and they let me just face the lower weight bracket. And that was good for me and all, but I was thinking, well, it doesn't seem too official. I had to do that because this one kid didn't have anybody to fight, so I got put into his bracket. Oh, he was all by himself. So yeah. was he a heavier opponent or are you older? I think older. He was an older opponent? I think so. Okay. So tell us what that day is like. And be descriptive because I want to know the nerves. Okay. So on Friday... You know, the Wildwood Convention Center, the line wrapped around. You have to wait in, I think it was like a 20-minute line, and it takes like 5, 10 minutes to weigh in. The next day, you just see a lot of people on the mats, in the bleachers, just walking around. People warming up, yep, people stretching. And it's hard to find your team. We found our team. They were hanging out. Well, we found most of our team. Our coach was somewhere else, and we found them later. <laughs> What? Wasn't the coach? The coach should be present for that. Yeah, no, he was there, uh, but he was talking to somebody else. I guess he came busy. over to the team later. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times you see your old martial arts friends at these tournaments and stuff like that. Just a lot of people you know. Yeah. All right, so you get with your team, you get with your group, you get with your coach. Yeah. Um, so the younger 
the younger people on your team would start first. They would have their matches. Then it'd be, like, go on by age. I was, like, the fourth person to compete for my team. How long, how long before, from the time you got to Naga to the time you competed, how long was the wait? Hour. One hour, that's it? Yeah. That's not too bad. And then we spent eight hours there. Whoa. How many, t- how many times did you fight that night? Five. Five matches. Wow. Three, three, three in a row. No break in between? So I had one match. And then directly next, I had a one match. The ref was nice and gave me a one-minute break. And then after another two minutes, I had another match. Whoa. For those of you who have never done jiu-jitsu or wrestling, um, the lactic acid buildup in your wrists from the grabbing and uh, just the exhaustion, is it's really hard to describe unless you've actually competed in one of these things. So that's kind of blowing my mind, especially if you had to go up against a fresh opponent afterwards. And my... The person who coached me did a good job, but my real coach uh, couldn't coach me because they had one of my other teammates going at the same time. Oh, that stinks. That's why, um, yeah, I've had to coach Jaden in the past because his coach wasn't uh, available. Um, did it, so you just weren't being coached? I was coached. There was a, his, a blue belt uh, in, who's been with our my coach for a long time. Okay. Who coached me. All right. So at least you had someone in your corner. Yeah, they did a good job. Okay, cool. So tell me about the matches. How'd they go for you? They good, good. I didn't... One of them I lost because I made a mistake. Did you get tapped? Yeah. No, I did get tapped. They won by points. I made a mistake and they started advancing. Ah. Uh, there was that. And then for my other two brackets, uh, they just put me against kids who were a lot older than me and a lot heavier. And I couldn't... It was hard, and I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, weight, weight, especially when you're at the beginning levels of jiu-jitsu, size and strength make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, but as you keep practicing and you gain those skills and you keep on practicing to a point where you don't have to think about them, they just come naturally to you, you're going to end up finding that the white belts or the, the new people that you end up competing with, you're just going to be able to slip them right into a rear naked choke or an arm bar and... You know, you've just done it so many times, it, it becomes second nature. Some of the people I faced, I think, were white belts, but they were, like, a lot taller, older, and heavier than me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, respect for going up and, and facing the heavier people. I know a lot of people who wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, but you, you walked out unscathed, no injuries, nothing? I hurt my arm. I pulled something in near my elbow. And I felt my elbow crack, and it hurts to fully extend it or fully bend it now. Was it just during, like, a, a during a, 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 were you actually trying to defend against a hold, or was it during a little scuffle, or? Um, he tried and did an arm bar on me, but he did it a weird way, and I felt my elbow crack. Ooh, you know, that's how my pectoral muscle ripped, right, from defending an arm bar. Really? Oof. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, he's going for the armbar. I'm holding it in like this towards my chest. He's pulling it out. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'm using my pectoral to keep it in. And, man, it just got ripped completely off the bone. Oh, it was in the finals, too. I was going to win the gold. Oh, I'd won my previous matches, um, tapped one guy, 
beat another guy by points. And this guy that I was facing, I feel was better than me, but I was still beating him. Like I did not want to lose to this guy and I was giving it my all. And then he, I was on top and then, yeah, he slipped into the arm bar and I felt a pop and it was game over. Okay. Yeah. They all thought I tapped because the arm bar was happening. And I was like, I didn't even get fully in an arm bar. Like I just, I'm, <laughs> it was rough. That, that injury was big time. So after the experience of Naga, is this something you look forward to doing again? Yes. Yeah. It would be. I'd do it again. You would? Yes. Good. What do you think you would do differently this time? Not mess up. <laughs> oh, that's easier said than done in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been training? Since September. Okay. But they put you at a higher bracket because of your wrestling background, right? Yes. They shouldn't have done that, man. You shouldn't have. You should have been with the younger jujitsu guys because it's not like your wrestling training was anything like super serious. You were really young when you were doing that. Yeah. But um, that's just one dude's opinion. Uh, so in the end, good experience. Yeah. You think your brother would do it one day? He did it. Oh, he was competing yesterday too, or this weekend too. Yeah. How did it go for him? He only had one match and lasted 32 seconds. Oh, he got tapped pretty quickly? Yeah. With what? Choke. Uh, His whole neck was scratched up. Did he cry? No. Good man. Hey. I don't think he did. I know you're disappointed you wanted that sword, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Jaden won the sword. But hey, you got a piece of metal. You can keep this forever. Looks great. I want to take a picture uh, for this episode with you wearing this. Um, Anything else you want to say about this tournament experience? I think that's it. Well, I'm proud of you, man. I know a lot of people, including most adults, who would not be willing to go out there and put it all on the line. So, um, yeah, dude. Hey, before you get out of here, let's do a chat pack. Okay. All right. Point to one. Ooh. All right. It's going for the end piece. What is your favorite sight, scent, and sound for each of the four seasons? You know what? That's a lot of different things for a lot of different seasons. Why don't you just tell me what your favorite things to see or hear or smell on like your favorite. Ooh, this is a confusing one. Okay. <laughs> Do you got one though? Yeah. Like I know I love the smell of fall. I love autumn, the smell. But go ahead. During, I like uh, like winter, around Christmas time, there'd be like a bunch of, it'd smell like turmeric and thyme and I mm-hmm. like the smell of that. It's warm. I like to hear the Christmas music all through the winter. People do it in January, too. Yeah, and I yeah like it's seeing, hard to let go after Christmas is over. <laughs> and I like seeing all the Christmas trees because they usually have it. Some a lot of some people, I don't know why, they have it all the way through uh, December. Yeah. My dad will take it down after New Year's. New Year's Day would be down. Yeah, that's. I think that's when you're supposed to, right? Yeah. But um, it's hard to let go when the season's over. Is it, is, is a winter your favorite time of year? Yeah. I like, uh, I've only sledded once. I want to do it again, but we can't find a good place to do it. But sledding? I, yes. I yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I wanted to go sledding with uh, Jaden and Casey, but we couldn't find a, a really good place around here. Yeah. If you find a place, let me know. Okay. All right, dude. Uh, you've done a million podcasts, but do you still do you have any shout-outs you want to give? Not today. All right, dude. Well, congrats, man. I'm proud of you, and uh, hopefully I can make it to the next one. That would be amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, say oos to Sonny.